This is the Mariah Report. News, pop culture, and all things Mariah Carey. Hey, welcome back. I'm Martin Burgess. I'm Dan Enriquez, and he, we are here reporting on all things Mariah. We got some stuff to talk about. I think we have a lot of things in the works. Mariah's over there working. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to give an update on some of the Emmy predictions that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. And, you know, other, other little moments. Mariah's out there tweeting up a storm. So we'll talk about that, too. But, yeah, you know. Now, I don't know if everyone is aware, but I just went to the dentist the other week. Okay, we've been been tracking your dental saga over the months and years. Over the years. I finally got all my work completed and um, I have a beautiful smile again. So I'm real happy about that. Congratulations. Yes, it costs like a million dollars and took about a year and a half, but I have a, a... teeth now did you have any diamonds installed (laughs) no i didn't get a grill or anything (laughs) fabulous like that just a regular old tooth just you know one of those olden day things you know that you can chew on i know well that was that was good i think anybody who's been listening for a long time remembers there was a couple of days you couldn't make it so we had our friend andrew martone fill in because you were getting your teeth Uh worked on but finally and i also remember i asked you how long it was going to take and you said Probably until 2021. I thought you were joking, but here we are in 2021. (laughs) No, can you believe it? I'm telling you, it was a process. It was like one thing after another, after another. And then they had to basically like demolish my whole mouth is what (laughs) it felt like. But it's good now. It's good now. So when you see me, I will be smiling. Yay. Well, now we can do videos again. I know. (laughs) Even though I was doing videos Without, Because over there on our Patreon, if you don't know, we do have some podcast videos up, which we're going to do more of. But I was recording without without a tooth then as well. I was just hiding it really well. Yeah, you're showing us your good side. Yes, you know, <laughs> I, I learned from Mariah. I know how to show just one side of my face without knowing, <laughs> without letting you know that I'm only showing one side of my face. Uh-huh. All right. What else have you yeah. been up to? Well, I do want to mention really quickly, while I was at the dentist, Mm. I was, you know, waiting for the dentist and flipping through the good old magazines. I got all the good magazines out there and, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't go through magazines anymore, but I picked up the latest issue of Cosmopolitan magazine. Mm. And sure enough, there happens to be an article in there written by our friend to the show, Michaela Angela Davis. Yay. Yeah. I saw her tweeting about that article and it was about baby hairs, right? Yes. It was like a, a tribute to baby hairs or a love letter to baby hairs. Oh, what did you learn? Like, oh my God. It was, well, girl, a lot actually. Yeah. I don't know much about baby hairs. <laughs> no, it's, there's, it's a whole world and a whole like uh, culture, if you will. Really? I mean, obviously, you know, hair in general is, but yeah, it was really fascinating. And of course, you know, just reading anything written by her is really good. She's good. Honey, she's good. Yeah, she's good. We read the book. We read read the book. We know. Um, So that's fun. And then also, I believe, was it today that she announced she's going to be doing like a a TV series or documentary? Yeah, it seems like there's a documentary or docuseries coming out (laughs) soon. We're going to find out more details, but it's called Hair Tales. And it's produced by Tracy Ellis Ross, Michaela Angela Davis and Oprah. 
Can you believe it? Why is Mariah on the list too? Just throw yeah, her in there. Throw Mariah in there. You know what though? I hope Mariah's in this in the special. Yeah. Or is it going to be a series or a special? I didn't read. We're going to have to investigate more. We'll, it was we'll just announced. Investigate more. It will be coming out on Hulu and and, and some other channels. But yeah, yeah, that's going to be interesting to look for and watch. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait. We'll keep an eye on that. <clears throat> Oh. Yes. Now, um, I, when I went to the dentist, I, I took the bus, you know, so I'm getting mm. familiar with the bus system. And it was here. free, right? Yes, it was free. You just girl. walk on. Yes, it, it was actually a very luxurious ride I'm over there. I'm telling the you, which bus did you get? <laughs> uh, I think it's the 217. The yes. one like, right. Yeah. That goes past uh, my place. It just goes straight down. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. goes all the way down. I did have to like walk a bit once I got off the bus, but I'm a New Yorker. So like I'm a walker. It's fine. Like yeah. ten, a 10 minute walk is nothing, nothing. girl. Mm-hmm. Like nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting familiar with the bus situation and whatnot. Cause you know, I've been very friendly with the scooters, these electric scooters. Yes. Uh-huh. They're good too. Around. They're good. They're What's good, good about LA is you have options to get around. Yes, but now I feel like eventually I'm going to need a car very soon. And I don't know anything about cars, but that's a whole nother saga. Mm. Um, but, you know, I got this fabulous tooth and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so beautiful. I'm so amazing. And then one day I'm riding the scooter uh, home from work because, at, you know, at night, these streets are real suspect. Yes, very suspect. So, I'm like, so I always take the scooter because I'm not trying to fight nobody. No, you want to zip my way home. Away. I just want to yep. go home. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> and sure enough, I got into a scooter accident <gasps> with the with the curb. Oh, no. And I fell and I scraped, scraped, scraped my face up. Oh, my God. And I'm like, girl, I just got a brand new smile and now I have a <laughs> scrape on the side of my face. Like, what is going on? It Why looks like LA treating me like this. Well, thank God the tooth didn't come out. That would have sucked. I know. I was like, oh, my God, is the tooth still there? <laughs> oh <God>. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. It is implanted very sturdily. Oh, yeah, you uh, took it for a test. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Oh, girl. You know what, though? I don't know if anyone else has ever had like dental implants, but now that I have this one implant, I'm like, I want all my teeth to be like this. Like it's, it feels so strong. And like, it's, it just feels like my other teeth feel sort of weak compared to this one. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my God, my other teeth are going to break. Like, can I even chew with these teeth? What is going on? It's like a whole new world. I'm like, girl, should have got a whole mouth done. <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe it needs a little but time anyways, to settle. Yes, it's 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 good. But anyway, so yeah, I've been like dealing with this. Okay. It's, not, it's actually not bad. It just looks um, like you've been it, out fighting in the streets. Yeah, it looked like I got like punched in the face, which I did not. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, That's what I was concerned unless, about. Unless the, the sidewalk is punching people. No, because you know what, though? I've actually been injured by these little LA scooters once or twice before. And this is off topic of Mariah. Sorry, guys. We'll find a way to bring we'll, it around. We'll, we'll find a way to bring it around. Because I bet if Mariah was living over here in LA and she was not Mariah Carey, she'd be scooting on a scooter, too. All the kids. You know what I mean? Because they don't have the subway over here. Like Mariah was getting her bagel and her Snapple iced tea every mm-hmm. day and or the subway. Mm-hmm. Girl, no, that it's, it, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. But one time I almost flew over the handlebars because I stopped too, too fast. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And like the handlebars went into my rib cage instead. Ooh. So I've been nursing that <laughs> as well. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> so every time I laugh, it hurts. Oh, no. 
And then one time it like the, the bike like swung around and hit my ankle oh, no. and like almost like cut my Achilles tendon in half. But you know, whatever I survived. They're dangerous. When you sign up the, the like rules and regulations on it, it basically says if you die, it's not our fault. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> we got <laughs> nothing to do with it. But you know what I will say? And I don't think they have this in New York. The reason I crashed the scooter <laughs> was because... <laughs> On some of these streets over here, they don't have like the slope that yeah. goes down to the, to the street level. Mm-hmm. So it's just a curb all the way around. Mm. And I'm not, I'm not used to that. And at night, oh, you know, there is a light on the front of the scooter, but you like, I didn't know that the curb was there. I mean, I knew because I saw it the very last minute, but there was no saving myself at that point. Oh, no. So that's that's how I, I crashed the the scooter. Well, that's how you learn. Now you know where the curb is no, next time. Oh, honey, I know right over there on that <laughs> corner, right a block from my house. You know the accidents always happen right by the house. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm back in New York. Was I here last week? I think I was, right? You were here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I am anymore. But it's like totally reopened. It's Pride Month. So everyone's out here and being festive in the streets. Like nothing ever happened so bizarre it's crazy how you know things switch so drastically but yeah you know once everybody's getting that vaccine good to go i know i know so it's kind of been been nice and refreshing it's like summertime everyone's in a good mood happy to be out and about so it's been a nice energy going around yeah oh i know because you know i had like maybe two good days of being like i wasn't wearing my mask Mm. like when i'm out walking the street Mm -hmm. because i have a beautiful new tooth Uh and i like want to show i just want to run up to people and show them but then i scraped my face and now i'm like oh my god i should wear my mask (laughs) so i don't scare people (laughs) oh man Oh, yeah, I had like a short, brief-lived moment, but it'll come back. I'm almost fully healed. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's get to, to reporting business. Mm-hmm. What's going on in the world? Uh, well, I think the biggest hot topic right now is the Free Britney movement that Mariah chimed in on. And yes, we're kind of did. involved a little bit because it could have happened to, could have happened to us. Well, yeah. And if so, the Free Britney movement is happening, and Britney had her day in court. So we're going to talk about that. But Mariah tweeted out um, that she supports Britney and she loves Britney. And even I think a few months ago, when she was doing one of the one of the promo shows for the book, I think it was Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen asked her about it. Mm-hmm. And she again said she loves and supports Britney. So that's good. Mm -hmm. But we can't forget that some of these things that are happening with Britney, Mm -hmm. after reading the memoir, you think, oh, Mariah was knocking on the door of what Britney's going through. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, when you hear Britney's statement about why she should be released from the conservatorship, It sounded like what Mariah was going through. Basically, she just wasn't doing what the label said. And they just decided to lock her up and and take control of her life. Right. And then they want to put her they want to put her in the in the place and do all the therapy. And, you know, therapy is good for everybody and anybody. But like you want you don't want to have to be forced to do that. That's a whole different thing with someone you don't know. Someone you don't. Right. Because what's the point at that point? Uh And especially you want to pick your therapist. You want to go, okay, I want a therapist who's looks like, who is my culture, looks like me, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You don't want someone assigning you a therapist because you have no idea who they're talking to and who's right. paying them. And, and that's the thing, you know, yeah. in 2001, when Mariah was going through it with all of her record label 
uh, shenanigans. Mm. And then with her family and all of her close people, she's paying all the bills for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Brittany is. Yeah. And yet she has no say in what she's doing. I mean, luckily it didn't go that far with Mariah that we know of, but with Brittany it is. Yeah. And it's crazy. Well, I think based on what Brittany's saying, she, I don't know if she realizes that she was able to, to like protest it and, and apply for it to be end, for it to end. Whereas Mariah was trying to get out of it the whole time. Right. Right. I also think, I don't know what or when this really happened, what age it was for Britney, but I know she's been in this conservatorship for 13 years. I guess she's like 40 now. So like she was in her Mm thirties. Mariah was in her thirties during, Mm -hmm. you know, her moment, but also Britney was younger when she came into the business, like Mariah had a different childhood than Britney. So Mm -hmm. I feel like Mariah had more of a, more of a, I'm not saying Britney doesn't have a backbone, but she, Mariah had more uh, agency with her. Yeah. Cause she, she know what I mean? Like yeah. she knew a little bit more. Yeah. And with Britney starting so young in the industry and, you know, all you know is executives know. and managers and corporate business uh, music industry people. That's all she, that's all Britney knows. Right. But I think, you know, because of that, it's sort of, she didn't feel like she could speak up. Hmm. Yeah, and that's that's horrible. Well, it's just shocking. Also, yes, it almost happened to Mariah too. Morgan has her in the spa. If you read um, the broken down chapter in Mariah's book, after the after the glitter saga, Mariah protested about doing too much work. She didn't want to do all that work they were making her do. She was worn down, phys- physically worn down, and so then now the label is getting involved with her health. That's so crazy to me. It's it's really too much. They're too involved. And it's like and it's almost like this weird punishment that you have to suffer. And yeah. I have never heard of this happening to a man in the industry. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 no. Um, because girl, when it came when Britney first of all, did you listen to like the the twenty minute interview or not interview, but the, the, the I always forget what this is called, the dissertation. Dissertation, whatever. <laughs> the presentation. Her speech, her statement. Yes, yes. Her statement. Um, Um, I listened to the clips, but I read the whole transcript. Okay. I listened to the 20 minute full thing. Uh And, you know, Brittany, Brittany's letting them have it. She's letting them have it over there. But I will say listening to it, she seems very like nervous. Mm -hmm. She's talking really, really fast. It's almost like, girl, are you okay? Mm-hmm. You can tell she's reading off a paper, which is fine because you want, you know, you want to have your thoughts there so you don't forget. But she got like a little messed up, like a couple of different times. Mm-hmm. But I think that just shows that this is very serious for her. She's not in a good you know, place. Like she, yeah. Like, She's not in a good place and she really wants to be out of it. So she's getting like nervous or yeah. uncertain of things or things like that. And it's just making her like talk really fast or forget what she just said or things like that. And it's just like that right there shows you that what she's in right now is not good for her. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But even it's just shocking that the father is the one behind it all, like for real now. Like there was all the rumors and speculation, but he's she called him out on it now. Yes. Shocking that they basically temporarily sterilized her. How dare they? Girl. That's shocking to me. That is the craziest thing. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. 
it's, I mean, I guess, I mean, being a man, it would never cross my mind that, you know, like when I watched the free Britney doc and they were talking about like all the stuff that like, she couldn't do this and she couldn't do this. I was like, that's pretty, that's pretty crazy. But like, that's like a conservatorship. But then when you get to like the real life, everyday things like her, she can't like go to the grocery store in her boyfriend's car. Mm -hmm. Or the fact that she has an IUD and she can't get it taken out. Mm -hmm. Like that's messed up. Those are like the life altering things that you cannot tell someone else what to do. Mm -hmm. A human rights violation. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I think Brittany's whole point is if I can employ all of these people make four best-selling albums, do a residency at Las Vegas, Mm -hmm. I should be able to say if I can have a baby or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You know what I mean? Or she should be able to say that she wants her therapist to come to her house instead of having to go out in public. Mm -hmm. She works for that. Like, she works hard for that, right? Yeah. So how dare these people, her father and all these lawyers and things that she's paying keep her from that and it all comes down to money well even if she was mentally disabled that still doesn't take away your right your human rights to be able to have a baby if you wanted like that's no there's no excuse for that that's like a total violation of what should be of her body literally her body literally also i was watching wendy williams this morning and variety was breaking it down wagmeister i always forget her first name because she's so good wagmeister the journalist. Okay. She's always on the case. She's super good. I th- she's so good, I thought she was a lawyer. It turns out she's a journalist. But <laughs> she was pointing out that these kind of conservatorships are reserved for older people or people who have severe Alzheimer's disease, dementia, when they actually mm-hmm. physic their brains have bro- broken down to the point where they can't make decisions anymore. That's what, these, that's what this is for. How is it even allowed to be used on a functioning human being who is young and can speak? Right. That's what's so messed up about this. It's crazy. Yeah. And again, that's why I think it all comes down to money. These people are greedy. Her father is greedy. Her father, her, I mean, I think a lot of her family, I don't know about the mama or the sister, but I think the dad and the brother are definitely not on Britney's side because they're not doing anything that is beneficial for her. I know. It's all about the money, money, money. It's crazy. That's the wild thing. You know what I mean? Mariah went through it with her family. Yeah. That's what happens. Shoot. And then you're thinking, thank God we we don't have to be the ones freeing Mariah, protesting outside the courts. Like, (laughs) but it's scary to think how close we got to it after reading the book. Yeah, honestly. And I think if Mariah was younger in the glitter era and maybe, you know, how Britney was very sexualized, Mm -hmm. Uh, in her early days at the, like, you know, from 1999, 2000, 2001, those early years there. Can we talk about how crazy it was that in the, in that era, it was, people were obsessed with Britney being a virgin or not. I know, right? That's so crazy. I know. And here's the thing. I think if Mariah didn't have that whole beginning chunk of her career where she was 
quote, quote, the girl next door. Married to Tommy Matola. Married to, you know, mm-hmm. she's a, you know, sophisticated, classy woman, grown, you know, all mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. They would have done what they did to Britney, to Mariah. Because mm-hmm. they tried it. Tommy tried it. Mm-hmm. He tried it. He tried it. All those people tried it. And Mariah luckily was not having it. Yeah. But I think if Mariah didn't have that in her past, you know, that's why it was so easy for them to do it to Britney. Mm-hmm. You know, but Mariah was a little bit older by the time they started attacking her or coming for her money. So she was able to sort of defend it off. I know. Could you imagine (sighs) being outside the courthouse? Yes. Protesting with science. Chanting. I mean, I would do it. I know. We'd be organizing it. I'd be fighting with somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, well, Britney has to get released because I'm going to turn up too. Fight for Britney. (laughs) This is ridiculous what's going on. Yeah. I mean, and the the other thing is you have to think if it's happening to Britney, it has to be happening to other people as well. People we don't even know know. that are just locked and trapped in there. Yeah. And it's, that's a, that's a vicious, vicious thing to do to somebody. So. Yeah. I would recommend uh, on Netflix, there's a movie called I Care, I Care a Lot. I Care About You a Lot or something. It's about this woman who is who is like a con artist, I guess, and she goes around finding like vulnerable old people. It's a, it's a bit of a comedy slash drama, I guess, satire comedy, I think you call it. Okay. Um, but she goes around, finds old rich people, and then gets them into a conservatorship. And so it shows you the process of how it's done. No. Yeah. But oh it's basically like bamboozling people, medicating them, sign here, don't worry about it, just sign this real quick. And then they're locked into a, a system. And there's no way out. Yeah. Well, That's everyone crazy. is involved trying to avoid you getting help and getting out. Everyone's on board with it. Right. It's not. Because there's this, oh my God, that is so scary. Yeah. Lesson, oh, poor don't sign anything ever. That's the lesson. <laughs> don't sign anything. Yeah. I don't have any money, so no one's asking me to sign anything. So I think I'll be okay. <laughs> but poor Brittany. I know, I know. Anyway, let's track the story. Nice. Yes, yes, and um, wish her the best. They they got to do something. Hopefully, we'll get some news about the what the after effects of Britney's statement to the judge. Because now, what does the judge do? Does the judge, you know? Well, I think she has to petition now to get out, to get out of it. Okay. Well, I hope she's getting that. But I bet, like you were just saying, when everyone involved, everyone around you is involved and wants to keep you in. How does Brittany know? Like, even in her statement, she was like, I didn't even know that was what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And now, like, who is she going to go to to be like, hey, what's the first step of the process of petitioning? Because everyone around her, she obviously knows, is against her. Mm-hmm. So it's like this sick cycle. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like her fans are going to come through because if she doesn't know, I bet the van, those fans are like Googling, finding links, oh, sending yes. it oh, over. Yes. Get, the, get the Britney Britney fans. What are they called? Do they have a name? I think they're the Britney Army. Okay, the Britney Army. Get, one of those people is a lawyer. Yeah. And they will help you, Britney. Just like the, the Lambs. DMs. We have Slide all the services. The DMs, yeah. Though. Slide in the DMs. I'm sure they're like the Lambs. We have all the services <laughs> available in the Lamb network. <laughs> yes. What do you need? Someone's got it. Someone's got it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we wish Britney well. I also, I love Britney. I follow her on the Instagram. And sometimes she even dances to Mariah songs. Did you see that? The My Old Dance? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I really wish she would sometimes just comb her hair. Maybe, she's, maybe there's no comb. Maybe they don't even give her a comb. Yeah. 
I'm like, girl, just brush it a little bit. <laughs> but anyway. No, do you remember? Oh, she said that in the um in her statement that she was seeing like the housekeepers and the people that worked with oh, her getting the nails and hair done, and she wasn't allowed that for COVID. Oh, right, right, right. Well, you know what? Now that makes me real mad. <laughs> now I'm mad. You won't even let her let the girl brush her hair, get yeah. her nails did. Oh I no, know. no. No, we gotta put an end to that. Free Britney. <laughs> For real. Yeah. It's not a way to live. All right. All right. Well, um, that's enough about Brittany. <laughs> um, and uh, we're going to take a quick slash break. We're going to come back, talk some other little tidbits of Mariah, and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. All righty. We're back. Yes. Welcome back. Uh, don't forget, we always need your help helping the show grow and just getting the word out. Like, it never ends. And everybody who leaves us a five-star review, that makes such a big difference. That helps the algorithm and just recommends the show to other people. And something else that really helps is leaving a review. You can leave one word. You can say, great, love it, something small. Or you can send a little feedback and comments. Uh, we love it all. And it all makes a big difference. So, yes. yeah. So we have a few reviews we're going to read out. We're a little behind, but we're going to catch up. So this one... Is from Christopher Brownhorn here in America. And he says, huge lamb, super happy to have you all and proud Patreon supporter. Yes. Thank you so much for keeping me updated on our queen. Yay. Thanks, Christopher. And a Patreon's, Patreon's another way to support the show too. Absolutely. We love a Patreon moment. We love a podcast review moment. I have one from Andrew Mark Thompson from Australia. Ah. Uh, They say the definitive Mariah podcast. My induction into the Lamely was way back in February 1998. Mariah was performing in Sydney as part of her butterfly tour. The gig was incredible. Two days later, I met her in person. She was signing CDs at Miranda Fair, Miranda is it Miranda mm-hmm. Fair? Yeah, the biggest shopping mall in Sydney at the time. After sitting patiently for seven hours, I finally made made my way to the stage. We weren't allowed to get close enough to touch her, so I handed her my butterfly CD. I handed my butterfly CD to her security guard, and he in turn handed it to Mariah. Ah. She signed it and pushed it back to me, smiling sweetly and gazing over the top of her oversized sunglasses. What was all, that was all it took. I was hooked. I've been a lamb ever since, having seen her two additional times in concert, once at Red Rock Amphitheater in Denver for the Charm Bracelet Tour in 2003. Ah, Yes, the Charm Bracelet Tour. Yeah. And another in Sydney in 2013. I listen to the Mariah Report religiously, and every time I do, it brings back incredible memories. The podcast is a stone groove smash hit wonder. Andrew from Sydney, Australia. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks. That's a good one. You know, I want to go that to... Is. I would love to see Mariah's show at that Red Rock Amphitheater because if you Google it, it's outdoors in this like big like nature area of like redstones yeah, and stuff. It's amazing. Yeah. It is. I always see pictures and stuff from there, not just of Mariah's performance, but yeah. other performances because I have friends in Denver and they always go. So it's really cute. Uh-huh. Um, uh, we love an outdoors moment. Yeah, especially these days. We want an outdoor oh, moment. Of course. <laughs> uh, final one. This is from Eduardo in Mexico and he says, it's in Spanish, Me gusta mucho este podcast. Me alegra el día. Y me hace sentir parte de uno grupo. Gracias. Hashtag Latin Lamb. 
So he basically said um, he likes his podcast very much. It's the highlight of his day, and he li- he loves being part of um, a group of lambs of us. So thank oh, you. Yes, that's what it's all about. And thank you for the translation, Martin, because I would not have been able to do that. So. <laughs> you can write it in whatever language you want to. They all help. Whatever yes, country you're in. All of them. Yeah. All of them. We get them all from all over the world, uh, all over the lands and all the lands. Yeah, yeah. So thank um, you for that. And thank you for um, taking the time to do that. That really helps. All righty. Let's, so, okay, let's talk about Mariah again. Okay. <laughs> That's what we <laughs> yes, do here. <laughs> So Christopher Buckle put out our Instagram reel today. Mariah has a whole new look, a new wig, and they're doing things. She's looking gorgeous. I know. What is she up to? What are we predicting? Um, There could be so many things she's doing. Obviously, she's pre-recording or photo shooting something. Well, because that look Um, wasn't like sit-down interview Zoom makeup it was like high glam Mm -hmm. it was high glam but like so in his i guess they call them reels the reels yep the reels on the instagram Mm -hmm. what's the difference between a reel and a story the reel lives in the feed but i think you can do more tricks to it like add the music add effects add things glue it together you can like do more editing in it Got it. Got it. Okay. I should know this. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. In the real, they were doing like this little jokey thing where Mariah's like, oh, I don't like this makeup. You're fired. Uh But the makeup was obviously gorgeous and everything, but it's high glam. The hair is high glam. Mm -hmm. You know what instantly I thought? Mm. I thought, okay, this is like that one time when she teased us on the set of the GTFO video. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, not that the look is the same, but it's high glam the same. So I was like, oh, my God. It's that HD makeup. It it is. It (laughs) is. And she looks so beautiful. So I was like, oh, we might be doing a video. Well, that makes sense for someone in love. It might need a video. It's doing okay on the radio charts. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's up there on the urban charts mm-hmm. and it's like the number two most added on some of these stations. Mm-hmm. So it's actually doing really well on the radio. So here's the thing. Why isn't she out here like singing it on the TV and stuff? Because um, she's busy working on her own projects behind the scenes. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Allegedly. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's good for the radio. Like that's yeah. cute. Like people will find it. It's catchy enough that if you catch the song at the right part, you're going to be hooked. Yes. So it works for the radio. It does. It does. There's so multiple moments in it that can get you hooked and get stuck in your head. That's true. That's true. That's true. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's a photo shoot. Maybe it's an album cover. Maybe it's um, who knows? Because we can't see what she's wearing because she's wearing her work robe. She is. Yes. You know when the when one she's doing, yeah. she always has that work robe on when she is backstage getting her, uh, her glam done. So uh-huh. it's hard to really say. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know. Anyway, something's but happening. It's exciting. I know. It's exciting. I know. I know. And you know, like if she's teasing us now, it's only like by we'll have some news within the next eight weeks. I was going to say I by think. September, June, July, yeah, August, sure. September. Yeah, uh huh. Definitely. So, like, I bet she's gearing up for like a fall promotion of something, whether it is a new song over there or a new album or anything. A new album you know, over here. A book tour. That's a what book we need. Tour. Oh yes, over here, over here. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I mean over here. <laughs> Where we want it over here. Yes, exactly. Um, or like I keep saying, I would love like a little book tour. 
You know, oh, yeah. a very sophisticated, small, intimate book tour. That could be cute. But this is probably not for that. Of like five to 10 people and we are invited. Yes, that's it. <laughs> so basically, you know how when Oprah would do the book club? Yeah. And she would like invite people over to the house mm-hmm. and um, they'd have a dinner. Oh my God, what if Mariah did that? That's- and she invited like 10 lambs to like really talk about the book. It's her at that one head of the table. Michaela okay, Angela Davis yep. at the other end. Oprah? I- at the table. Oprah's too much. She can stay home this time. (laughs) (laughs) And then five lambs on one side and five lambs on the other side. Like sign me up. And then you film it, film it. Sign me up. Put it on, you know, anything you could put it on any of these streaming services, or you could just put it on your YouTube, Mariah. Hello. We have a book club ready to go. Hello. Hello. Let's do it. Oh my God. Like we should, we should pitch that idea to Mariah. (laughs) All right. Next time we see her. Now she's just going to steal it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, things to look out for. Yes, absolutely. It's exciting. Uh, speaking of looking out for things, so, you know, the Emmys has been a big talk of the town lately. Who's getting nominated and not? So Variety does a, or Hollywood Reporter, they do like predictions, like a more solid prediction, I guess. They're more, ex- yeah. they have more of an expertise in this, these things. So they released a list of like who they predict is going get to the, get the categories and get nominated for the categories. So here's what they think for Mariah. There's only like one category they predicted her for, and it's the best variety special pre-recorded category. Okay, okay. Now, we're going to have to break down who else is in their prediction as frontrunners. Yes, let's see who they're predicting. Now, brace, because this is going to be a tough, a tough one. Okay. But there's a chance. I'll go from the bottom up. So Mariah's Christmas special is in I there. I think it's, it's in there. It's a, yep. a shoe-in. David Burns' American Utopia. I don't know what okay, that is. I'm, I'm unfamiliar. HBO. 846 by Dave Chappelle. That's going to be a tough oh. competition. You know, is they love the Dave Chappelle over there. Oh, they love the Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that, uh, I, I don't know it. Is it a, com- it's not a comedy stand-up special. I it's think it's a, a documentary. Okay. Okay. Well, it's under variety special. So it must be something. It must be something. It must be. I'm unfamiliar <laughs> with that. But it's yeah, on Netflix. These people love, they love the Dave Chappelle. Yep. Um, Bo Boham, Inside. That's a Netflix thing. Never heard of it. N- uh, unfamiliar. All right, here's our competition. You ready? Okay, who's it going to be? Hamilton. <sighs> Lima or Miranda, the Disney special. Oh, no. Now, here's the thing. Did you watch that? I can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, you know, the Lin-Manuel has been having issues with race, race with issues, the, with his the, content. That too, but there's also, I see this, I need to watch it now because there's an issue with Hamilton as well. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah. The In the Heights was a whole other issue. Okay. Different issue. Did you watch In the Heights? I did not, but I almost wanted to the other day because, like, the, the you know, the Chinese theater opened up over here. Oh, it did? So I was like, oh, I should go and see, you know, the place where Mariah went and put her handprints, yes. but they never actually displayed them. They're at plate. the back. They're at the back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I was like, oh, I should go check out a movie over there. Let me see what they're playing. So I was going to go, but I didn't. So I was like, okay, maybe one of these days. Oh. You know, I saw the musical of In the Heights on the stage. Oh, really? So when I heard about the lack of Afro-Latinos in the movie, I'm thinking I'm boycotting it as of today. I'm still boycotting okay. it. Okay. All right. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Because I don't um, need to see it again. I saw it. So. 
Oh, well, that's true, too. That's true, too. You already saw it. But that lead actor guy in there, I Uh think I might like him. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I've only seen him in the reboot of Will and Grace, and he only was there for, like, one episode. But I was like, oh, he's cute. Maybe I like him, and now he's in this movie. So I'm like, oh, maybe he's cute. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but okay, okay, so that's the predicted competition. Okay, oh, well, they, they love a Hamilton. I know, but let's disqualify it for racism. Okay. <laughs> Bo Boham, never heard of him. Okay. David Byrne, never heard of him. So it's really Mariah versus Dave Chappelle. Okay. All right. And now these are just predictions, of course. Yeah. But it would, so she will get the nomination, though. If she's being predicted by something like The Hollywood Reporter, by people who actually know what's going on in the industry, hmm. I feel like she definitely has a chance at a nomination. Oh, do you want to hear the major threats? There's a major okay, threats yeah. category <laughs> that can take go into oh, the is. nominations. Yeah. Oh, I didn't read all of this. Yep. Major threat is David Hart. I mean, Kevin Hart. Zero Fucks Given, these Netflix special. The Friends Reunion. Okay. <gasps> oh, Black is King, the Beyonce either. one. Mm, that's <gasps> going to be a tough. That's a variety special too. I guess it is, yeah. Oh, oh my. Bruce Springsteen, oh, my. Love Letter to You. Oh, they always love the Bruce Springsteen. Oh, they love a Bruce Springsteen. It's like you too. They love a They U2. love you too. Oh, Jesus. Oh, we're going to talk about Beyonce and you too in a minute, by the way. Oh, yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> these guys, okay. these people again, <laughs> getting in our way. <laughs> All these folks. Oh, Jesus. Okay, what other major threat do we have? Um, the 30 Rock one-time special, which I don't think because I'm a huge 30 Rock fan, I never heard of this. I'm okay, going to have to go yeah, watch this thing. Know. Unfamiliar. Um, Chelsea Handler. Oh, Fresh Prince, Prince of Bel-Air reunion. Oh, my God. There's Those Bill Smith. All variety specials? Our friend Will Smith from back in the day. Okay, well, that's nice and cute, but I'm trying to knock the competition out here. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, get these people out. No, 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 no. Yeah. John Lewis celebrating a hero. Oh, my gosh. But nobody here is writing and singing and dancing songs on stage at Christmas in the North Pole. Exactly. Nobody has the Aurora Borealis. No, no. Not not a single person. Just Mariah. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, there could be some stiff competition here, but I do believe Mariah will get the nomination overall. And that's, I think, what yeah. really matters. It does. Although it does. we want the win. We want the win. Of course, we want the win. Of course. She deserves. Oh my God. What are we going to do? Do we have to like throw marbles on the stage and like knock some of these people out? What do we do? How do you, um, how do you, what do they say in drag? They say, um, lip sync page. Rig the badge, you know, like, or like you you throw the badge when they're doing like a pageant, and like you know you like rip someone's dress backstage so they can't do the you know even oh. down number. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you do that in like the Emmy categories? I don't, I don't know because I might allegedly be up for helping. Should we spread rumors <laughs> of racism? <laughs> <Spread> rumors. <laughs> let's, let's start another, like, you know, uh, uh, cancellation culture. Like, smear how camp- do we get these people canceled? We need a smear campaign yeah, about everyone. that's what we need. Lucky, lucky Tommy Matola's not in the business anymore. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's talk about Beyonce. Oh, yes. Okay. So this is bringing us back a couple of years now. And this little information was just tweeted out. Um, but it doesn't surprise me at all. This is bringing us back to the 2006 Grammys. Yeah. So um, Jonta Austin, 
What's his um, John name? John Tay. John Austin. Does he have like a stage name? I'm not sure. As like the writer so. name? Does he have a pen name? I don't think so. Jay Austin or something? Just Jay Austin. Jay Austin. So we know him. He writes We Belong yeah. Together, a whole bunch of Mariah songs that we love. So he's had an interview um, and he was talking about the night Mariah was robbed at the Grammys. Yes. And he was recounting. Many nights. One of the many nights. Yes, exactly. Which I still we still haven't got answers to. But he was recounting the moment Beyonce announced the award. And so he's he the title is called Grammy Schmammy, which yes, we agree. Um and so he said in in an interview, though we belong together won two Grammys, it didn't pick up song or record of the year. Which is crazy because it like wow, literally was the record of the year. There was no bigger song. In the world. Record of the decade, Billboard. In the world. Didn't Billboard name it like something yeah, yeah. like a song the of the decade? decade. Too? Yes. Yeah. Huge honors that rarely go to R&B or rap tunes. And that's the problem. That's the problem. Put a pin in that comment right there. It was a Destiny. It was Destiny's Child who was presenting Song of the Year and it happened to go to U2. And <sighs> I remember seeing Beyonce turn. I don't know if the camera caught it, but Beyonce, after she announced it, she turns to Mariah and was like, I'm sorry. Kerry also lost album of the year to U2 while Green Day won record of the year. Green Day. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. I don't even remember what Green Day's album was no. or U2's album for this matter. I mean, obviously, because, you know, but like you ask anybody what album is We Belong Together from, they're going to be like, The Emancipation of Mimi. Everybody knows that album. Yes, to this day. It's an iconic album. Yeah, huge. Again, uh, around the world, it was huge. So upset. We Belong Together was so big, it was her second number one song in Australia ever. That's big. Yeah. That is really big. There's Ooh. no excuse. No, no excuse. Absolutely See, even um, Jay Austin's traumatized still. Right. You know what I mean? And the fact that we all knew that it was bogus because they played We Belong Together music at right as soon as the award was announced. I know. Like, come on, everybody. So that, I think that was an inside job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like somebody, somebody rigged the ballot. You know, you want to talk about the ballot system or the voting here, there. And we need a recount on that category. I want a dateline investigation into yeah, this. I want, I want absolutely a dateline investigation. I want 2020 Oprah Winfrey yeah. whole segment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Shoot. There's no excuse. No, no excuse at all. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. You know, we moved on and now no, we, we haven't moved on. We're still talking no, about we it. Moved on because we're still talking. <laughs> but we now know that the Grammys are not what they once were and they don't hold the weight that we hope that they would or do because this is what they keep doing. This, and they're not what they say they are. They're not what they say they are. Right. It's it's all a facade. You know, we we love a Grammy. We're very grateful for Mariah's five Grammys, but that's just it's it's laughable. Well, look at the weekend, how he recently was totally boy snubbed by all the Grammys. Meanwhile, he it was just announced that he is the most awarded artist for an era ever. Oh, really? Yeah. And got no Grammys. Yeah. Well, he is putting out that real good music, I will say. I'll be bopping. Right, but look how the Grammys totally ignore him. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Dust. Mm -hmm. Dirt. Nothing. Yeah. 
it's out. It's, it's, I don't get the system. I really don't get the system. And it's like, I, it's just, it's broken. It, it needs a whole revamping. Just burn it all down. Who wants them? For real. For real. Maybe, I don't know how they vote, but like maybe they need to start or change the voting system. Do they do like, you know, how in New York City, the, they, the mayor, um, mayoral campaign mm-hmm. they did a voting as in ranking as a, yes. instead of like just voting for one person i wonder how the grammys do their voting system is it can you just vote for one person or you'd be like oh mariah would be number one whitney would be number two you know celine would be number 10 a sliding scale like you know what i mean <clears throat> um i think they might be having an issue like the oscars where there's just too many white people on the board well, yeah, there is that issue, of course, mm-hmm. of course. So maybe that's the first change that needs to happen. But... Again, I want the Dateline investigation. Who's on the board? Who's doing the voting? What are the statistics? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I agree. I agree. But now it's really interesting. We're gonna we're almost done with the show, but it's really interesting that Mariah tweeted about YouTube the YouTube <laughs> YouTube the other day. <laughs> she did about what? Yes, it was so random. It was so random. So I think Mariah got on Twitter and she tweeted a couple of things, one including the um, free Britney and love to Britney. But there was a tweet that says, um, these were the shows at Madison Square Garden in 1987. If you could see two of them, which would you choose? And they go on and they list um, a huge, you know, list of everybody who performs, like from Eric Clapton, Luther Vandross, Brian Adams, Duran Duran, Bon Jovi, Madonna, Billy Idol, The Cure, Beastie Boys, Motley Crue, Tina Turner, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on and on. Mm. And Mariah was like so excited that she was like, let me let me give you my two cents. So she said, if I could pick one, I got to go with Eddie Murphy. But if I could take my pick from all of them, here's my list. Luther Vandross, Tom Petty, Bon Jovi, Run DMC, David Bowie, Whitney Houston, U2, Mm. Pink Floyd and the Cars. Just to be clear, I think Mariah does like you too. I'm just saying they didn't deserve the Grammy over the Emancipation of Mimi. Everybody can like you too. If you like you too, that's fine, but they don't deserve a million Grammys. Over the Emancipation of Mimi. Exactly. So done. Boo. Yeah. Boom. So, uh, yeah. In, in 1987, yes, yes, you can go see the U2 show. Yes, for yes, sure. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I read the Madonna and Tina Turner one would be good. That's what I was just going to say. Oh, really? Like, I'm going to see Madonna, yep. Tina Turner, Whitney Houston, yep, yep. and like maybe David Bowie if like I got a little extra cash. Mm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But th- remember back then in the 80s, going to sh- see a, a show, a concert, it was like maybe, a, I, I'm going to say it was like uh, less than $100. Mm-hmm. But which was like a million dollars back then. Well, true, but also you knew that you were going to sell out the show because people, you know, got their entertainment live in person in the 80s. There was no like, oh, let me go watch it on YouTube. Exactly. You you had to go to the show. So like you knew you were selling out. Because if you weren't there, you were watching it on the shanky, raggedy VHS camcorder (laughs) that you You probably bought on the street years later. You know what I mean? Uh So yeah, no, everybody was going to shows back then. So also back then, because there's no Netflix and no internet 
and you just had like books and magazines. A concert was like high stimulation as well. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And you know that Tina Turner girl, mm. she would be putting on a show. I would, oh, I would see her in a minute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen Madonna's show, so I know she puts on a good show. Well, those shows would, back would, then would, were better too. Those early, true. she had more better stage um, productions. Yeah, I mean, she could actually dance. You know, now she's walking around with a broke hip. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know, <laughs> but you know, she had a lot of physical problems on her last tour. Oh yeah. Um, but anyway, so that was just interesting. I was like, this is the most random Mariah tweet of all time. Like, I would never think that she would tweet out uh, from this. So it must have just come up under her or on her timeline, as they say. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, guys, I think that's it for today. We caught up on the Mariah news. Obviously, the, now we've got things to look for, more things to look up for. Like, what is she up to? Where right. is she? What's going on? If you can't get enough of this um, lovely talk, come join us on the after show over at patreon.com slash the Mariah Report. Small fee, you support the show over here, and then you also get a bunch of bonus content over there. (laughs) It's a fun time. Uh, Don't forget, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or a five-star rating. Also, if you're listening to this and you're not subscribed, please hit subscribe because that actually makes a big difference as well. Yeah, and then you'll be sure never to miss an episode of the Mariah Report. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for tuning in today and we'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye. The Mariah Report is produced and edited by Dan Enriquez and Martin Burgess. Hosted by Dan Enriquez and Martin Burgess. Graphics created by Sean Marks. Theme music created by E-Rizzy Beats. Thank you to the listeners who support the show on Patreon. If you'd like to show your support or for more information, visit the show notes in your podcast app. <laughs>